one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, well, you know, I mean, for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is Dead in Sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inge, a.k.a. Audio Ken. Uh, Join him <laughs> Join him on the show We got FIFO 24-7 What it do, man? Shelton J He's back Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, and that's it It's just us three No Q tonight But uh, he'll be back with us next week And maybe uh, Maybe he can address uh, This topic So, man, look um, we'll, we'll definitely get into um, Well, I think part of this Opening discussion mm-hmm. Um you know, is, is what he did last night. But, you know, we know that he hit the game with everybody knows that by now it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, though, you know, he, he looked a little rusty. So I, I don't think we're witnessing the decline of LeBron James. I think we're mm-hmm. just witnessing a LeBron James just, just not back in rhythm and in shape yet. Because that first half, man, like he missed a lot of stuff that he normally hits mm-hmm. when he's in rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, so but he he just he just couldn't hit at all. But I mean, he he don't have the same bounce that he used to have. But no. the decline is is a little. Mm. Yeah, of course, I I think I think when we mention the word decline in sports, it's automatic automatically negative automatically mm-hmm. right. So I think that a decline can be gradual or it can be all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? Like D Rose was all of a sudden, yes. um. Grant Hill was all of a sudden, you know, but sometimes you, 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 Carmelo was gradual. He, it wasn't just all of a sudden Carmelo was a 15 point a game guy. Like it happened over time, just like D Wade. But with that being said, like last night watching LeBron, especially that first half, um, you could tell that the ankle isn't a hundred percent. And he said it like, I'm not going to be a hundred percent. And he just didn't have that type of explosion. And I'm not talking about, you know, 20-year-old LeBron, 22-year-old LeBron. I'm just talking about enough explosion to finish a layup like underneath the basket. Mm -hmm. Because this is the NBA. The mother guys can fly around, you know, and you just saw like he, there's a couple of point blade joints that he missed in that first half. Yeah. And even turning the corner, it just, he doesn't have what separates him. He, He looks more even compared to his peers right now. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and even mm. looking more even, remember that, that when he got by the young guy that they kept talking about um, that played in Mexico? Toscano and, Anderson? Yeah. yeah. That man hit him with a little between the leg, between the leg, between the leg. Has he, oh, I'm going to go by you. Oh, get this little uh, bit of left shoulder layup. And Steph Curry was like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> what, are you going, what you supposed to do? You know? I, I love that moment in the game. Yeah. So, you know, like LeBron still has a lot, mm-hmm. but, it, it, but, but it's, it's not at the LeBron level that we, that we've come accustomed to. It's, it's just not like it just, it can't, but it's still super elite. It's still the best in the league, in my opinion. And what I say, Ken, you can't bet against LeBron. I, who Ken, said that? Shelton, what, what were you about to say, bro? I was gonna ask you. I don't hit his foolishness. I know. <laughs> could it could it be though that he is coming off that ankle injury and he's not necessarily declining? He just hadn't played ball. He's a little rusty, and he has to coast a little bit because that's what it seemed like to me when I when I saw them go down. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was pulling for Golden State because I like Steph, 
but I just didn't think that they had enough to keep. I was like, they're going to make, Lakers going to make a run. It's not a question of that. It's whether Golden State can take the punch when they get punched in the mouth. And they could not. But it just seemed like LeBron was kind of coasting. AD seemed a little shook to me. But LeBron didn't seem shook necessarily. He just seemed like, I'm going to stick close to you until it's time to play ball. But could it have been his ankle instead of him necessarily declining? Now, you said it earlier. You were correct. He can be, you know, you, you mentioned Tom Brady and his decline. LeBron, his decline, his slope is very, very minimal. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's declining, but not enough to where we're going to be able to tell, I don't think. I just think a lot of it has to do with that ankle, him resting all this time and now coming back for a playing game that he really didn't want to play in. And we just haven't seen the full LeBron yet. He'll turn it on in the playoffs. I, I, I agree, Shelton. Um, Bron, Bron is just, he's very rusty. Um, and, and it doesn't fit. How long, how long was he out? Like about a, a month and a half? Yeah, it was, it was some time. Okay, so that is a little while. So he did look rusty. Um, again, the decline feels very heavy to kind of describe what we saw. I definitely think he, LeBron's been pacing himself at least for the last eight to nine years. Like, like, you know, he, he's done that. We've seen it. Um, but it was different. But at the end of the day, LeBron was the biggest one he needed to be. Yes. I think that that is the mark of a champion. That's mark of clutch. That's mark of greatness. He, mm-hmm. he was great when he needed to be great. And that's right. what the greatest do. They elevate in the moments they need to. They get it to Caldwell Pope. Almost lost it. Shot clock at seven. James, two defenders on him. To Caldwell Pope inside. He's tied up by Green. Throws it back up top. James puts up the three. Oh, it's good. LeBron James from downtown as the shot clock expires. And that's, that's, that, and that's exactly what I saw. I, I saw a person that he lives for the moment. Um, and that, that big moment, he takes the big shot and I had no doubt for some reason that that was going to go in. I was just like, you about to hit that. Because it was an impossible shot. And if anybody's going to make it, it's going to be LeBron. And he is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And I can't take nothing from him, man. I just I just think he's amazing. And like I said, I, I think that being down 10, to them, that's like being down two necessarily. Because, you know, a couple possessions, especially with Golden State. Because Golden State is the type of team that's um, their boom or bust. I, they played a great game last night. Both teams, to me, played great. And what I mean by that is I like the way that L.A. played Curry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They sent hard traps at him. Every time he would get out there on that perimeter, they sent him at him hard. And he's still going to get his. No matter what you do, he's going to get his. But if you make it and work, that's the best you can hope for. And they were forcing going to state into some silly turnovers. Draymond made a couple great passes, but Draymond threw that ball away a couple times. And it was like, what are you doing? And that, that was killing him. So that 10-point lead dwindled down really quick because I was like, at some point, Anthony Davis is going to hit a couple shots. He ain't done nothing that whole game, but at some point, he's going to make a couple shots. You got uh, KCP, he's going to hit one. You know what I'm saying? Even Caruso going to make a basket at some point. Yeah. And yeah. I just kind of figured it, it would happen. And it did. It, it happened exactly like I thought. And when you needed a bucket, LeBron is going to make the shot. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and, and I, think I wasn't that worried. Like I wasn't worried. Like when I was watching the game, and Steph made that last three before the end of the half uh, to go up thirteen. Like I watched it, and I was like, 
number one, I like what Vogel did, you know, again, Shelton, um, I agree with you where they doubled them. They're like, hey, bro, everybody else going to have to beat us, but you, mm-hmm. you going to have to earn whatever the hell you get. And they got the ball out of his hands and they made other players uh, beat them. And, you know, they played really well. They played with a lot of energy where the Lakers couldn't match it. You know, like the Lakers, and this is the reason why I wasn't worried. Because the Lakers stayed within striking distance. Right. They played bad, but they were still in the game. And champions, that's what they do. They're, every game is not going to be a great game. Everybody, LeBron's not always going to be on. AD's not always going to be on. The, the whole team isn't always going to be on. But the great teams always stay within that 15, 16 right. range. And because when the time comes, especially defensive teams, defensive yes. first teams, we could clamp down, get three, four stops, make this a single possession game. That's in the NBA. That's zero, zero. That's that. Right. This is a brand new ball game. Right. When, when, when when you down eight, you down six. That what's that? That's nothing. That's nothing. That's two buckets. So, so yeah, that that's the main reason why I wasn't worried. Um, and and like you, LeBron ain't gonna miss everything. And then even if LeBron is missing everything, he's still gonna make the right play to get the others to make things that they're not making right now. So I, I I wasn't worried that game, uh, but I'm not gonna lie though, Shelton. Watching Steph, Steph is is the biggest nuclear weapon ever in basketball. Correct, correct. Because if if nothing's working, he'll find something to work. At, at the beginning of that game, I was really proud of his teammates, and and that's and I was gonna bring that up a little later. Let me get this super chat in real quick. Thank you so right. much, uh, Connor Pearson Ward. For the super chat, hey! Last Thursday we broke records with super chats. We appreciate you all. If y'all got some, please throw them out there. Let's do it again. Once again, the super chat help helps us with the channel. It helps us get more content, and we're gonna bring more to you. Just help, you know, help us build. We appreciate it. But Connor Pearson Ward said, "I wanted the Warriors to win last night because my faith in Phoenix beating LA isn't very high. Neither is the odd makers, evidently, because LA is the first seventh seed in the last." for every years to be favored over a two seed. Mm. So everybody's including the odds makers are favoring the Lakers to win the series. I think it's going to be Phoenix in six and, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's the other way. But the only reason I feel like that is because I, I do feel like the, the battle of them, them staying healthy and, you know, staying rested. I think that Phoenix is going to come in and they're going to read those odds and they're going to play that way. You got CP on that team. So he's going to, he's going to lead the troops. But the only problem is they're not a deep team. So, you know, what are they going to do in, in crunch time when those boys need rest? That's going to tell the tale. But I think Phoenix will be able to put it out and see. Well, you, you know, um, you said Phoenix is going to pull it out in six? Yes. Okay, I just, I, I need to make sure I heard that right. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think the Lakers get them for one reason only experience. I, I just, I don't think Phoenix has the experience. Now, obviously CP is way more than qualified to be the captain and the leader of that squad, right? Um, and he can lead any troops into battle and, and typically come out victorious, especially like in a first round. But with that, like I, I just the rest of those guys, like you said, in those clutch moments, what experience do they draw on? Like, I'm not worried about, about D-Book but everybody else, they haven't been there at all. 
So I, I, I just, I, I don't know what that looks like for everybody else. So I, that's the main reason why I can't pick Phoenix. And I always say this, right? Like young teams need to get their ass whooped in the playoffs. Everybody yeah. minus CP need to get their ass whooped in these playoffs. Well, you got Crowder, Crowder on that team too, who's a warrior on defense. And he's going to be one of the anchors too. I think that if you got... Crowder has never beaten LeBron in the playoffs. He never has, but... And it is, it's kind of ugly. And I, now, now is not the time. <laughs> now is not the time. Don't Doug Crowder is the last person you need to tout. <laughs> the last person. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, I I I just I just feel like Phoenix will, will it's the war of attrition. I just don't know if LA can keep up as far as physically. That's the only reason I say that. And and those guys are, are tired. We know they're tired. You know what I'm saying? Even with all that time off. Who's tired? The Lakers. You mean everybody not named LeBron and AD because they not tired? Well, even, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've been hurting, and, and even with the, the hurt, I, I think still they got to get them legs under them. And, and well, this first round gonna be kind of tough. Now, once again, if anybody can do it, it's we. You like FIFA say it is always true. It's hard to count out LeBron, but I just I don't know. This is just and it's funny that I'm picking an upset for the two to beat seven, but I just feel like they will. You know, the Lakers were 20-something and six uh, when LeBron got hurt. Six losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sure they were number one in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember that far back. Feel free to fact check and verify, but if they weren't one, they were two. Um, so, I, you know, obviously we all know that they're not a seven seed. Nah, not at all. <laughs> So they should nah. definitely be one of those top two seeds. So Phoenix really, really got unlucky here, yeah. you know, with this draw. And and I, what I will say, Shelton, is uh, I think that Phoenix definitely got two, maybe at least three wins. Two and a possible. Mm. Because it's going to take that team time to get their chemistry back. So, you know, maybe it may take some LeBron heroics, maybe some AD heroics here and there until they develop it. But that roster they rolled out, that starting lineup, that was the third time they played together all season. Of course, with the addition of Drummond, because he wasn't there when they acquired him, because uh, LeBron and AD were hurt. So, for me, I think the only person that's gonna that really gives Phoenix a shot is DeAndre Booker. Everybody else in that team, I mean, Devin Booker. <laughs> Everybody else in that team, first time there, the only person there is CP3, and it's only so much he could do. Phoenix be lucky. They 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 get this. They might go out in five. So so there was something that said that um, the coach in me wants to say I don't agree with when you said that the Phoenix Suns that like they got an unlucky hand pulling the 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 Lakers. CP3 it, disagrees with that too. By the way, yeah, I know he does. I, you, I, I, you I saw, saw that. Yeah. I saw okay. That. Okay. I saw that. <laughs> um, but like, if I'm the coach, if I'm Monty Williams, I'm telling my guys this is exactly who we want because everybody is counting us out, mm-hmm. and we're higher seed, and mm-hmm. we've been a top three seed all year. Yep. So, so right. it's not like Assistant. we. So it's not like we frauds. It's not like we just didn't backdoor. Exactly. Yeah. We earned this situation. And if we knock them out, we can be the champs. Right. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Celtic got a little. That's, that's, and that's what I'm thinking about. The screen. 
That's what I'm thinking about. That's bull- them, them, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you. And I was thinking when they, when the Ozmakers predicted that the Lakers would win this series. So, you know, so heavily, I was like, man, that's straight bulletin board material. You telling this team that as the number two seed, we disrespecting you. I mean, if you're a basketball player and you got any comp in your heart, that's got to drive you insane, especially a player like Chris Paul. He's not, he ain't in it. And he's going to go down swinging and, and he's going to take everybody with him. And I, I think he'll beat them boys up in the locker room and they don't come out there firing. They're they going to come out there blazing. We got a super chat real quick uh, from Sebastian Pierre. Appreciate you, Sebastian. Who do you think the Lakers key in on, CP3 or D-Book? If they are smart, in my opinion, you key in on D-Book. And the reason being is because you ain't going to waver CP3 like that. You ain't going to mess with his head and his psyche. You might can slow him down, but he's crafty. And he'll figure it out. If you go at C, if you go at uh, Devin Booker, similar to how say the Lakers went at um, Steph, you can shut him out. And if you shut him down, you will win the series in five. So that's why I say you you key on D book because you can get in his head faster than you can get in CP3's head. It's just not going to happen that way. You ain't going. You he'll figure it out. So you let you you key on Booker and. Let everybody else take care of themselves. You know, I I I disagree um, because the the best way to cut the head off, or the best way to uh, to kill a snake is to cut the head off, and mm-hmm. that head is CP. And as a, as a point guard, and 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 the way CP affects the whole entire game, if you get the ball out of his hands, it, it disrupts everybody else. And I would make the book beat me by himself um, because. Number one, again, this is his first time in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he, as great as he is, and y'all already know how much I love the book, I don't know how he's going to react. Nobody knows how he's going to react. We don't have any previous experience to say, right. well, you know, well, in clutch moments in the playoffs, this is what he does, and we don't know. So to me, I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking Chris Paul. I'm taking the playmaking of Chris Paul out the game as much as I possibly can. So the same way that they treated CP, I'm doubling CP, or I'm sorry, yeah. Steph. I'm doubling CP and just getting the ball out of his hands. You deep book, you you go make some plays because then now making him a playmaker takes him away from being the primary scorer. So I'm I'm gonna make to me, and I think you got to choose too. My primary person, I'm I'm gonna try to take away CP, but you know at, at times I'll double book too. I don't know that I I I think that this poses some challenges for the Lakers because when you look at their perimeter defenders, they're not that great. Not 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 good enough to stay in front mm-hmm. of CP and D book, so I I don't know I don't know I'm going with uh I'm going with D book I, I would I would take him out I will I will live with CP three scoring as it, as he said in that same interview he said I can score mm-hmm. I can score so he's and he can um but that's not his his job so if you take away the score then he has to score and assist and find other guys to make buckets and can you rely on bridges and, and Aiton and all them other guys to consistently produce like that in the playoffs? I don't know, but you know, if you, if you uh, get at after D book, you know, at some point he's going to try to be the hero and try to Kobe that thing one way or the other, you're going to try to Kobe that thing. And then that's kind of like, cause you don't want him to get hot. Mm-hmm. If he gets hot, yeah, it's, it's over. It's a wrap. So, I would um I would start with him first to just kind of disrupt him and get him off rhythm and then see what happens. 
And if CP3, being the great floor general he is, is still able to get other guys bucking there, they're able to score consistently, then, yeah, you got to take him out the game and and just live with D-Book going off. Because um, at least that way, CP3 ain't giving you a two-for-one special in scoring and assisting for others. So I will start with D-Book first. But um, would you look at the last – would you look at the bubble games as – Playoff experience, yeah. yeah, because the intensity was there yeah. in all of them. Yeah, so I think he, you know, to win all eight games, and I think all were do or die games. Maybe they, maybe that's some experience that they could, they could, you know, but it, it, pull it, from. It was playoff for them, but it it's still different. Like it, it's still yeah. not a legit playoff. Yeah, where you it wasn't. It, let me tell you why it wasn't playoffs. Because in the playoffs, you're playing the same team night in, night out. So, you know what I'm saying? Facing the same team for for at least four straight games, they learn your tendency, especially a team like the Lakers. They're going to know your plays. They're going to know where, what spots you're going to. And, and it's hard. That's the hardest part about the playoffs. In the bubble, they were playing. It was just like regular season because they weren't playing the same team. They didn't play any, any series. They were just playing games. But like I said, playing the Lakers night in and night out, and they're adjusting to you, learning your process, beating you to the spot where you're trying to go. It's, it's going to be a difficult thing for them. It's going to be something new. You know what I'm saying? Because you're playing them every other night. You're playing the same squad. Yeah. That's why they haven't experienced it. That, that's the part. Yep. That, that's the adjustment. And the int- intensity is different. So the Lakers aren't going to play like they was playing early in the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Early, if, even if they play, whoever played Phoenix, I mean, I'm not saying that it was cakewalks. I'm just saying it was a different level of intensity than the playoffs where you have to win these games. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to really talk about the second half of the game. You know what? In, in watching that first half, I felt like um, the Lakers had a shot at it because at one point, their quote-unquote big three was like two of 22 from the field. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and Carew show, he got the show back. Uh, you know, he, he was big. Um, LeBron has a walk. And when Steph hit that three and they were showing him walking into the locker room, I was like, oh, he's going to be ready in the third quarter. He walks kind of fast, a little, you know, he has a high pace to his walk. I can't, like, you have to see it to know that LeBron is upset about what's going on in his court. So it's a sense of urgency. And they came out, they turned up the defense, number one defense in the league or top three or whatever. And, um, and the Warriors just were playing out of their mind, man. Toscano Anderson, fucking Jordan Poole, um, like, come on, man. That that they can't sustain that. You know, they they blew their load too, too early. <laughs> and um, and even you know, Kent Bazemore, even Kent Bazemore, yeah, was that was normal. Come on, man. He ain't beating LeBron in the playoffs either. So anyway, like you, Shelton, I just felt like that shot was gonna go in. When he, when he when he threw when it up, shot it? yeah, when LeBron shot yeah. it, it just like whether it's luck or not, like great players make great plays, mm-hmm. and sometimes these plays are lucky. I've seen plenty of the Kobe's and the Jordans. Jay do said the same it best: thing. when you play with skill, good luck will happen. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, uh, great game winner, uh, great overall game, and um, it was great, and and, and just. The mutual respect that Steph and LeBron have for each other, 
and the way that Steph looked at him and was yelling at him when he was taking the shot. And even when he hit him the, the shot, the way he cut his eyes at him, and just yeah. like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I loved it, man. And I love, let's get to Steph. I love how he wasn't rattled. Oh, yeah. I love that championship DNA, yeah. that big moment DNA. When he saw yeah. LeBron cook Toscano Anderson, he was like, okay. They were like, yeah. here's what it is. He was like, <laughs> let's go. And he got yeah. back on the court and he went. Like, and it was just a matter of time before he got off, man. Every, like, he took every single thing they threw at him and still score, still put yes. up 37. Yeah, but but the, the, the game that Steph had with the way that the Lakers loved were playing it. him, 37. Like, loved it. Understand if they didn't trap him like that, the man probably would have had 60. Mm-hmm. It and, was and amazing. It was, and that was awesome defense. That wasn't, that wasn't, mm-hmm. that was awesome defense. I, you couldn't have done a better job than what they were no. doing. I was like, this is brilliant. And if you notice at the start of the game, Steph wasn't taking no shots at first. Nope. And then he did kind of take a couple, but it wasn't, he didn't make them. And it was like, I'm just playing. I'm just out here right now. I'm going to be a little decoy. Let's see what y'all do. Then all of a sudden, he just turned it on. And it was it. That was it. And the crazy thing, watching that offense, Draymond's whole job, he don't even look at the basket. Nope. Draymond, when he gets the ball, is fine Steph. Where is Steph? Let me figure out how to get it to him. Wherever he gets it, he's going to fire it up. And it, it looks beautiful. It just it it just looks beautiful because it's Steph. Yeah. yeah, like it felt like when he would get the ball and shoot, he would hold it for like 0.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's how fast it just would go up and it just would go in. Yeah. And and it's just, I don't know, man. Like I, my appreciation for Steph has grown so much over the years because I don't think we'll ever see anything no. like this ever. No. And one of the things that, that Q put together, he said, you know, is Steph Curry the greatest point guard of all time? So, so, so when, when he said, first of all, hold on, let me, let me backtrack. Greatest point guard ever. Yes. Um, the, the, the communication, the relationship that LeBron and Steph have right now, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I don't think that that is just out of nowhere. I think LeBron is the greatest politician ever in basketball. So yeah. with Q. Yes. He's buttering Steph up by he he try boy, he trying to get that turkey in the oven and, and, and get it going right. I'm telling you, because you put Steph and LeBron on the same team. I, I don't I, I don't care. I don't care what else you add to Brooklyn. Brooklyn ain't fucking with that. No. With yeah, with 80. No team. That's a dynasty. <laughs> Toward the end of their career, that's a that's three, four championships more. Like that's ridiculous. But is Steph the greatest point guard ever? Oh, man. I have to say a resounding no. Mm. Okay. But that's not to disrespect Steph. Because when I think of point guard, I think the first person that comes to my mind is Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Ma- Ma- okay. Magic Johnson is the epitome of what a point guard is. Now, there has been an evolution of the position. Mm-hmm. And now point guards score a lot more and they score in different ways, right? Like you got Dame, Steph, Kyrie, the, uh, Russell Westbrook, 30-point guys. Yeah. Um, but I think Steph is the greatest scoring point guard of all time. Correct. But he, but point guard just, it, it means something different to the purists. And I consider myself, of a basketball purist. So in my opinion, when I think of point guard, it's the guy that sets the table up. He can have 10 points in that game. He can have six points in that game and controls the game. Mm-hmm. Now, Steph controls the game. 
but he scores the game because he's dropping bombs from the other side of the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So that's just it's a it's a different way of controlling the game. But in my opinion, that's not how a point guard should affect the game. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I think of how a point guard should affect the game by definition of what a point guard should do is Magic Johnson. And I yeah. haven't seen anybody better than Magic. And I don't think we'll see anybody better than Magic in terms of being a pure point guard. Yeah. Magic's my guy, too. What about you, Shelp? I would definitely say Magic. My, my thing is with Steph, he's he's he may be the greatest scorer, period, in the league ever. And what I mean by that is today, 2021, we have positionless basketball. So honestly, he's not going to be your typical point guard. He's not doing what a point guard would do always because he's not looking to pass first. That's what we know point guards as. Pass first, you know, score second. So to me, I couldn't call him the greatest point guard ever other than the fact that his size and he can bring the ball up the court. He's still not a traditional point guard. So no, you can't say he's the greatest point guard ever. That's magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Magic. Magic's my guy, man. Always been a big Magic fan. Um, what I loved about watching just Steph, and we 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 gotta we gotta sit down with Nick and really just talk to Nick <laughs> yeah. and just have Nick just appreciate this man's greatness and what you're watching. Right. Because not only was he shooting from half court with two people on him, he was taking motherfuckers off the dribble. Off the dribble. You know, mm-hmm. you know what's so interesting? Um you know, you know my homeboy Nigel. He called mm-hmm. me the other day. We talked for almost two hours before the Laker game, and you know, there were a couple of things that we both shared that kind of you just have to marvel at about Steph. It's nuance type stuff, right? Like shooting from those varying distances off the dribble is extremely difficult because being a shooter, there's a certain amount of touch and things that you can put more on. If like if there's a defender on you, you could put a little bit more power to try to get it over them. Um, if you're off the dribble, depending if you're coming off of the left hand or the right hand, the way ball placement, just the way like I, I wish I, I wish we could pull up a shot chart, but just seeing you know he's right at the three point line, he's in the corner, he's way deep, he's in between, he's it, the, the the variances in his shot selection. Is is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and and to shoot 50, 40, 90 doing it, mm-hmm. the, the way because think about this, think about this. There's never been, first and foremost, right, a better shooter overall than Steph. Mm-hmm. But name me a better shooter off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never. And then just think about catch and shoot. Is there a better catch and shoot three point shooter than Steph Curry? So he could do it all. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's ridiculous how he does it. It's it's just ridiculous. And there was something else that I was um that I that I that I had saw. Um, I can't remember. It was a commentator or somebody, but they said that Steph Curry scores on the most broken plays ever. Mm-hmm. You know how people always tout Steph Curry's handle. His handle is not Kyrie. Like it, it's nice. It's in addition to getting him open, but it, but but it's not elite because. He's, he fumbles the ball a lot mm-hmm. and he picks it up and, and, and heaves it in your mouth. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because how do you guard somebody that's fumbling with the ball? You're going to try to dive. If you miss the rocket, he gets it. It's a wrap. So I, there's no way to guard this guy. I think outside of the most physically dominant players that we've ever seen, 
he is the most dominant basketball player that has no physicality that I think I've ever seen. I, when you called him a nuclear weapon, it, it accurately described what he is. Mm-hmm. He just explodes on you. Like it's, and, and watching that game, he was the one that I was like, man, they pulling it. away, but yeah, a couple of threes here and there, a couple of misses, <laughs> and you know, it's you know they they got the lead and they had a three point lead mm-hmm. off off Steph, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it was a great game, and uh, and I enjoyed it. Um, one, let me say this about that game: I I felt like from either team, though, they didn't really have a lot of pressure because they had the second game. No, no, they got one more game to play. I think that it was it was kind of. That's that's kind of how it felt at the end. Like they both was like, "Yeah, we played a great game. We're ready for this next game." Similar to how Washington is playing tonight, knowing that they had another game, you know, that you can win, you can still make the playoffs, and you still can be successful in the playoffs. But so I, yeah, uh, I definitely felt that with the Lakers more than the Warriors. Yeah, I did too. I felt like they wanted to win that game, but in the end, I felt like, okay, well, we didn't make it. Um, we didn't win it, so we we got another shot. But they did want to close that thing out. They wanted to be done. Um, Quick question. Do you think now, you know, I remember early in the season, we was talking about Steph wanting to leave. Do you still feel that way? Or do you feel like he's more impressed with his team now? Nah, I I still think he wants to leave. Uh, Because because here's the thing. Steph, Steph can still be the best player on a championship team. He, He still is at that level of greatness. And even with Clay coming back, when you look at the rest of that roster, it's it's not what it was two years ago. And if I'm Steph and I'm looking at the landscape of the NBA and people in his position, they're moving on to greener pastures. And it was nice. And we had a little dynasty. But I got to look out for self because at the end of the day, my career is going to be judged the day I retire. And part of that is not the fact that I just got one or two rings now. Like, Mm -hmm. how many can I go get? And I think I think when you watch Steph play, he still plays with a joy. And that joy, when you have that level of joy, you want to win. And I don't see winning at an elite level in Golden State anymore. I think that if he joins LeBron, if he joins, you know, a plethora of any other teams that already have some something established, Sky, you know, he could win more chips. Yeah, the the, the so I, I wasn't really on that wave, Shelton, but mm. I'm just watching and observing and I'm starting to see it like the energy it feels like is, is going to happen. And speaking to the joy, like Steph wasn't joyful early on this season. Like it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were losing a lot of games. They, he wasn't accustomed to this after the run that they had. And, um, and I realized just even watching last night and, and throughout the year that that joy, you know, at times it, it felt like he was a front runner, but he's just not. That's just who he is. That's just how he, he plays. Um, that gives him the energy that that he does, that he has out there to to just succeed, that winning drive. So when I look at this team, we don't know what Wiseman is going to be. Steph knows. Steph mm-hmm. been with him all season. Uh, yeah. Wiggins is still, you know, whatever. And um, and I think they get another top pick because I think they got Minnesota's pick or whatever. I believe, but uh, if it falls out of like the top three or the top five, so yeah, we don't know what Clay is gonna be now. If he's if he comes back like fucking KD, then he's gonna be Clay. Well, 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 part uh, a little thing to pause you real quick. 
Clay scores 50 with four dribbles. I know, I know, I know. So, so yeah. You can move and catch and shoot, you know, so. Yeah, I understand, but I think that, um, I think Steph just likes playing with, with great people, man. And I think he could see and have fun just playing with, with LeBron. And prior to this season, to be perfectly honest, did we, we, we suspect that he could do it. But did we really, really know if Steph could carry a team the way he did? I, for one, didn't because his teams were loaded. You would always I say did. yes. But, you know, it. now there's no more speculation. Mm-hmm. You know, your yes is confirmed. You know, my doubts are confirmed now. Like, it's okay. Now I have factual evidence. But that was a lot of work. It was. Look at what he had to do the last month or month and a half just to get them to a play-in game. So why would you want to work that hard when you haven't before? That shit is cute for back in the day. But nowadays, these guys ain't about that, man. They, they, they trying to win. That's why you're seeing everybody's packing in their own, own teams together. So I, I agree. I, I, just, I just think, like, like, for me, I think that it'll be more him trying to draw somebody to him instead of him going with somebody else. And I know it's, it's difficult with the cap situation with all that stuff, but I, I just I just feel like he that offense that he's in is is perfectly suited for the game he likes to play. And going somewhere else means you have to fit. If anybody can do it, he can. But I think he's having a lot of fun right now, and that to me is just as important as winning for him. He wants to win. Don't get me wrong. Wants to win. Wants to win. Wants to win. But he's having fun. He looks like he's having a, a blast right now. And I just think it makes a difference now. If he, if that no fun had stayed in there, then I could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as surprised. I would still be surprised if he left, but I wouldn't be as surprised. But I think he's having a good time right now. I just think he's having a good time where he is, and people would want to go play with them because it looks so fun. So, so Schultz, a couple things. I think um, Steph Curry in of himself is just he is the fun. Um, even in a bad situation, the way he plays, it just, it, it lights up a room because it, it, we've never seen it. So, so that electricity of his play style, it doesn't matter where he plays. Um, and even to double down on that, I think Steph is now at the level where it's no longer about the system. You play the way Steph wants to play the same way, wherever LeBron goes, it's, it, it's, it's built around LeBron. LeBron's going to have the ball. LeBron is going to create plays. And we just, hey, bro, uh, how should we run this play? That That's, mm. Steph is the same way. I don't care if Steph goes to New York. I, like, it don't matter. You're going to, whatever Steph wants to do is what you're going to do. You're not going to be like, hey, no, nah, no, nah, Steph. We, hey, you know, we're not going to shoot 30 footers now. We're not, we're not going to shoot 45 foot. No, hell no. You, Steph, Mr. Curry, Chef Curry with the shop. Been cooking with the Chef sauce, Curry Chef with the shop. Curry with the pop. Been cooking with the Chef sauce, Curry Chef with Curry with the pop. Been cooking with the Chef sauce, Curry Chef with the Curry shop. with the pop. Been cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pop. What, what, what plays would you like to run? You, 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 the NBA is a little different, right? Like a quarterback can maybe get a package, you know, maybe 10 plays in a playbook. NBA superstar? Coach, that's not going to work. Ain't that right, team? Yeah, Coach, that ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? That's Steph Curry. I don't, I, don't, I don't care what type of coach you are. If Steph Curry says we ain't doing that, you're not doing that. Mm. Yeah. It, it's just, you, you know, it, I think wherever he goes, if I was him, I'd take Draymond with me. 
Because I tell you what, Draymond plays hard on both ends of the court. I, Draymond ain't going to score nothing, though. He ain't going to do nothing offensively. But he know how to find Steph better than anybody in the NBA could. He, he knows Steph. And he, he's got to be Steph's biggest fan. He's he was awesome LeBron. You don't need- <laughs> I was about to say, so you think Draymond can find Steph better than LeBron can? You see some of the passes I, I, I LeBron had last night? Le- LeBron, now don't get me wrong. LeBron is the greatest passer. Draymond is not the greatest passer. He just knows how to get Steph in position. The way he, the way he gets the ball to Steph is how you want it to be done. LeBron can do other things, and LeBron don't have to get the ball to Steph like that. And he wouldn't be – I mean, I don't think he would, he would mind. He, you know, he would have double-digit assists. But the way Draymond gets the ball, it's like, where's Steph? Where's Steph? That's his game. And I think that's appreciated, yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and that's why I say – I've always said Draymond's invaluable to the success of what they do. He plays bigger than what he is. He can guard all five positions. He gets Steph open. I think the 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 way I like that he gets Steph the most open is off of dribble or handoffs. The dribble right. – you pass the ball mm-hmm. to Draymond and Draymond got in, he just, boom, give me a little bump. Here you go, Steph. Oh, yeah. give me – Back, all right, cool, cool, cool. He run around. Oh, boom, let me bump this guy. Here you go, step. Boom, let me go set a pick. You know, so like, yeah, no, their chemistry, their off-ball chemistry is is amazing. I, I don't think there's another big small that plays the game in the way they do, but I also think that it can be replicated. And I think that those nuances that Draymond has built with Steph over the years, I think somebody like LeBron can instantly gain that type of chemistry. Look, look, was there any Learning curve with AD? Not really, but the yeah. moment that they stepped on the court, Brown was just throwing it up. Yeah. So I, I I don't think that it would be that much different with Steph. Well, I I did watch the Memphis um Spurs, yeah, mm-hmm. Grizzly Spurs game. And you know, it wasn't anything spectacular. Uh I think the Spurs definitely came out. Um, you know, nervous, but they got it together. They even had a two point lead for a hot second. Mm-hmm. But Ja took over down the stretch and basically uh helped close it out. And they just made plays. What I will say though is Demar DeRozan. Denozen is what I'm gonna call him. He, the Denozen is back. Um, this man was absolutely horrendous. And, you know, I know people jumped on Westbrook, rightfully so, he earned it. But the fact that DeRozan got away with that, what he did, this man was like one for eight at one point. He was missing all of his shots. Mm-hmm. He's the mid-range king. Mm-hmm. He couldn't hit shit. And it didn't look like he was, I don't know what it is with him, but that's why I never should have picked him. Because I should have known, looking at when he's on that court, <laughs> that you can't, you can't, he, he's, he's just not going to make it happen. Rudy Gay outplayed him. Yes, Old ass busted Rudy Gay. Yeah, hit big at the big shot. If the Nosen showed up at all, they could have won that game. And uh, Dejounte Murray, I was I was disappointed with him. I like him, but he had an off game. But uh, but yeah, De- DeRozan man, he just need to go find somewhere to just finish his career because he is no longer a one, two, or a three. He mm. he was he was that bad. He's basically he should be like Rudy Gay right now. So, um, and now I see why Pop looked the way he looked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Messed up Pop. So, that said, who you guys got tomorrow? What are, what are the matches? Grizzlies, Warriors. Warriors, for sure. Uh, I think Warriors. Steph pulls it out. Yep. 
I got Warriors. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Warriors too. Yep. Okay. Hey, we got we got a couple super chats real quick. Uh, Tigalo Kane, what up, Tigalo? Tigalo, uh, Tigalo. What y'all think about Oladipo missing 21-22 season? I think it's a shame and a tra- travesty that he didn't sign and get that money that that he had on the table because the money's gone. Mm. He, he's gonna be his career is is gonna model that of. What's my big man name? Um, dang, I could have told you his name. Oh, uh, Boogie. Yeah, Boogie. That's who, oh. that's that's kind of what his career is gonna gonna resemble. A person who was destined to make a lot of money, who left it on the table, and now you're gonna get none of it. Because I think he turned down 25 million with Indiana, uh, 45 with the Rockets, Damn. and now he's he's gonna get pennies off the dollar if he misses next year. And he'll never I mean, that's, you know, what happens when you bet on yourself, you know, it, it's you, a risk. Yeah, it is. So, you know, it could have worked out, but I, I don't know if it's completely over. What is it? What was what, what he could probably come yeah, back, right? Prognosis? I don't even know I what happened to him. He, tore, he has a torn quad, the same thing he had before, I think. Oh, well, yeah, he can come back from that. Well, it took over a year. Last yeah. time, damn. Yeah, yeah. The because that's the thing that Kawhi was dealing with. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could come back, but it it is it because think about it, that's like a major muscle. Like, yeah, you know. And then to rehab that, um, I, he's definitely not going to get the money that he once would have gotten. Um, but I definitely think he could come back and be serviceable, even more than serviceable. Um with that Miami Heat team just because of the way that organization is. You know, I think that if if Oladipo wants to be in a in a good situation where winning and working hard is at the forefront of what they do, stay mm-hmm. in Miami for those uh, pennies on the dollar because you're not going to find another organization dedicated to winning and dedicated to professionalism mm-hmm. the way the Miami Heat is ran. You know, um, the, those other teams... Like, you know, that are even compete. Like, I can't say Milwaukee is ran that way. Brooklyn is definitely not ran that way. The Lakers just got good because LeBron is there and LeBron stabilizes everything. Golden State, I don't see them needing you. Um, and, and realistically, that's those are all of the most stable franchises right there. So, I don't know. If I'm Oladipo, plus it's Miami. You, you know, like, it, it's warm. Yeah. No, no state no, tax. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. you know, if they, if they only offer you like five, six, I don't know what the vet minimum is anymore, but if they offer you the vet minimum, bro, hey, be you, be you, Donis Haslam. You, Donis Haslam still getting checks. And trying to fight people still. He is. Right. <laughs> hey, he from right. Florida, man. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, he, Florida, played, man. he played in three years and get off the bench and get kicked out. That's yep. crazy. That's but, crazy. Oh, man. But, but, but only thing, like I said, FIFO, man, the only thing about that is he's, this is the same injury. To come to battle back is so hard, man. That that's got to take a mental toll on a player like that. And, and you know he's been hurt so many different ways. The knee, all these injuries he's had. I don't know if he can ever come back and be Oladipo again. No, nah, he and, nah. and and it's nah. just it's it's the mental damage that can be done to certain players. It, it's hard to do. I saw it in football. I don't know if y'all remember Marcus Lattimore. He's a running back in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest I running backs I. Uh, he he was dope, yeah. And and I remember seeing him tear his leg up and try to battle back, and he had to quit. And I remember him just saying the challenge was just too difficult. He just couldn't do it physically. Yeah. Now he's a coach, 
So it, it's kind of tough to do. It's tough to come back one time. If, if rehab lasts over a year the first time, to know that you're going to go through that much rehab again, some people will give up. So yeah. it, 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 it'll it be tough. It'll be really tough for him to come back. But yeah, you know, they, I, wish, I wish him well. Yeah, they were saying last night on the broadcast that, you know, it was tough for LeBron, you know, to, to rehab and do that for, what, six weeks or whatever. So, and... um. And, you know, just even thinking about that, just like every other year he's had a major injury. Then Kobe started going out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that man got to be careful, man. Yeah. Father time is undefeated. And, yeah. and, and that's why I said the word decline is, is could be a bit harsh depending on how you want to take it. But Le- LeBron is looking more and more human by the yeah, day. He's looking mortal. Yeah, it, it it just is what happens, mm-hmm. and he's a hundred percent right. That's why I was saying I don't. I didn't think it was hyperbole when he was saying it. Like he just think about how many minutes he played, and I I know the chat was talking about it earlier. Think about all of the finals runs, and then you gotta add the Olympics too. Every mm-hmm. other four years, he's played in three Olympics. That's a span of twelve years, and then just think about that. There's no he didn't have an off season that summer. It's finals. Olympics season. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. And the thing about it is because I said, oh, he'll be back in like two weeks. Old LeBron would have been back in two weeks. 100%. This LeBron's like, yeah. Uh, (laughs) You said we had another super chat? Yeah, we got a couple more now. Hey, like I said, I think that was by design. They was like, man, we chilling till the the season starts. Same thing in Brooklyn because everybody came back right at the playoffs. That was on on purpose. Me and LeBron the same age, bro. It it don't snap (laughs) back the same, bro. It just don't. Uh, this one is from the Lakers B24. Appreciate you, Lakers B24. Caruso was big time for the Lakers, even when it was going to look bad after that backboard brick. That was an awful shot. He got a huge he, he had the ball torch. He did. Yeah, he did. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, this, this playoff, what is, uh, what is it, playoff C? <laughs> he, he got a, yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. He got a huge steal and pass that led to a foul. It's really it, what about the thing about that is we we talk about LeBron and his greatness and and I am no doubt the biggest LeBron is great. I'm not a you know I, I want them you know I don't like the Lakers but I but I like um, the fact that he can make a player look great after he's looked so awful. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right after that crazy play, he probably got gotten Caruso and talked to him and got him to come back and do something great. So. Yeah, those guys look horrible one minute, and then the next minute they make something great happen. Um, yeah, I, I, Kuzma did it one time. Same same thing. He came down one one time and hit a shot. I was like, wow, that that was that was the move I've been looking for. I ain't do nothing else, but you know, there's times when they'll do they'll show flashes, and that's everybody. They uh, you know, all, all, all those guys do what they're supposed to do. They chip in um in, in spots, and that that how's you that's you know winning basketball. Uh, what what I'll say about Caruso, man, uh, Caruso, is that um, is that you know, well, no, no, no. What I was gonna say is that I gotta I gotta give Vogel some props and from Chill Chill Vibes Twenty Four. What's up, Chill Vibes? Appreciate chill you. Vibes. Uh, what happened to Montrez Hill? Dude looks awful. Okay, so Montrez, um, just lack of playing time. When he played, he looked really, really good. Um, you know, this was early on, mostly when LeBron was was playing, but you know they were really working him into the offense, post ups, uh, mid range jumpers, et cetera, et cetera. But with the acquisition of Drummond, 
LeBron going out, he just he just lost his minutes. Now I think he gave them good early serviceable minutes in the game last night with his intensity uh, to kind of match what Golden State was doing, and I think that's what they'll need him for. But a guy like him, he need minutes to be real. He can do stuff in like small spurts, but he's also going to look bad in those small spurts at times too. But what I will say is that I got to give Vogel a lot of props because Drummond looked bad. And they had right. to get drunk about the game mm-hmm. with AD at center. So Vogel did a good job of like figuring out what rotations is going to work last night. Yes, and and I think yeah. that the uh, Wesley Matthews substitution was the, the the turning point in the game. It was like I think he came in, in the first three five seconds. He hit a big three, mm-hmm. um, and then the defense that he played and just again IQ and experience. You you see it like it, he was unshakable. Like mm-hmm. okay, I've been here before. It's not even really the playoffs, yep. you know. So like those type of guys are invaluable to these championship runs. Now can we bet on Wesley Matthews to show up seven games? Hell no. Nah. I need one game from you. Yep, LeBron. I need six. You, yeah. you, you meant so you can have one bad game, but I need six amazing games. Well, even even benching Dennis Schroeder. Yep. For yep. Caruso. Yep. And putting Caruso at point. Yep. Put, and put and, and putting Caruso full court on, on Steph Kerr. Yep. yep. Big yep. body on him. So, yep. yeah. So, he he did a good job with that. And I think he's going to – everybody's going to have a role. And I think they 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 are accepting of that. Because um, there's, there's going to be a game where you're going to need Gasol. Like, yep. you may need Gasol against – Against Denver. If, against if he, Denver. If or against Denver. Uh, freaking damn – Against Aiden. Yep. You know, so – and um, so, yeah, I think Vogel did a good job. I was going to say, I don't think they're accepting of it, Kim. They should be. If they buy in, then they'll be great because the, the Lakers three-headed center last year with Dwight Howard and uh, – uh, um, dang, I can't – y'all, I'm sick. McGee, JaVale McGee, yeah. Howard McGee. Yep. And, and who was somebody. It was one more. AD playing the center at times. That worked because they did buy in. I don't know about these guys buying in necessarily because they, they sometimes they stink and, it, and part of it is they can't get in the rhythm. But yep. They should, I, and I know Gasol will be over there steaming hot right now because he thinks he should be playing all the time no matter what. But he couldn't play last night though. Yeah. He couldn't. That's not he the game for him. He could not, and I agree, but he said as much that he thinks he should be playing all the time. He does. He, yeah, he, he's but, the one. I'll give you that. And, and, and I was going to mention something where, you know, they pants up Mark Gasol and you see him he was focused. He was mentally in the game. And that's what you need your veterans to be on the bench because it comes a point in time in a lot of basketball players' careers, like where Mark Gasol is right now in his career, you're on a championship team. Mm-hmm. If you're on a championship team, that means that they got a lot of something good. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to need you as much as you think that they need you, but they're right. going to need you. They're going to, so you got yeah. to stay ready. Even my man's THT. I, I, mm-hmm. They threw him in the game and he made, he had one three, then he and took then another bad shot. It yeah. was like, ah, right, yeah, you got to go. Yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would play more. I, I, I did too. I, I really thought he would play more. And I think he'll, he'll, he'll get a good run in this, in the playoffs, I think. Yep. But um, he's, he's going to be key. He really is going to be key. And you know, uh, KCP don't get enough credit. That dude plays some defense. Now he he be out there balling defensively, and he'll hit a big shot when he need to. Yeah, yeah, he so, will. Uh, yeah, so he does deserve a lot of that credit too. Yeah, he played decently. Yeah, he got he's another. All right. He got a game got a, coming. He does. He, he'll give you one. We got another super chat man from uh, Chief Miyagi. Hey, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Uh, he said, "Y'all keep up the good work." 
if PG-13% arrives early versus Dallas, can the Clippers still win that series? <laughs> I think so. I think the Clippers got a, a really good shot of winning that series. I think, like I told y'all a couple weeks ago, I think that Paul George will play this year. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he, he has to play to keep any any hope of his legacy living on. Because all we can think about is his playoff failures now. You know, you forget that before that injury, he was one of the most dominant players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. All you think about is his struggles and, and his nicknames. And this one of the best ones, PG-13%. I love that. <laughs> so I, I think this year he'll play well. And they're going to give Dallas everything they got. Dallas is overachievers. Uh, Luka is a great player. And they got good pieces around him. But none of those players are are great, great. So this is a series that should be easy for the Clippers if they do what they can do. They're gonna get. They're gonna. They're they, they gonna. They're gonna get the Clippers. You think so? <laughs> yeah, he said that on the last show. Oh, that, uh, oh yeah, you were, you were not here. Yeah, yeah. I had I had Dallas winning that series. Yeah, I think oh, wow. everybody else had Clippers in six. I know I had Clippers in six. Uh, I want to say Nick had them in five. Mm-hmm. B was in six as well, I believe. Um, so Ken was going against the green. He he picked Dallas. So hey, I, I, the only I don't think I got a pick right yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so take that, take that for what it's worth. Oh, but um, man. but no, nah, man, I, I I think PG has to play well this series because this was the one that really, really, really put him under the microscope when he played against Dallas and struggled. He got to come out. He need he need to average at least thirty five. And he needs. I, I'm I'm with somebody. Whoever said it, they need to sweep these boys. And, you got to send a message. Yeah, Paul George got to go off, man. Paul George, not Kawhi Leonard, got to go off, and he needs to get his his honor back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 I got to throw an end on that because the man made up a nickname for himself that he has not lived up to. Um, he got to guard Luca. He got to he got to shut Luca up too. Mm. Because Luca Luke, Luke made them boys look like 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 some trash can water, some rookies out there. Luca last year right. in that, that bubble playoff was looking like the best player on the court, mm. and that if the Clippers are seriously title contenders, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. Now, Luca's great, so I'm not saying you're gonna shut him down the entire series, but there gotta be multiple moments where it's like, oh yeah, 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 Paul George getting in that ad right there, but yeah, that white boy can't do nothing right now. But like we gotta we gotta see that. Like we we gotta Paul George. Hey, George Paul, where you at? If, if you watch it, man, hey, <laughs> you gotta step the hell up, bro. <laughs> Yo. Uh all right, cool. Well, we thanks, we're we're thankful for all of the super chats. Um, you know, they really uh, go a long way to helping with the show. And I want to shout out uh, Jalen, a uh, brother that came through Sunday. Yes, sir. He edited Tuesday's show. He sent it to me today. Uh, so Tuesday's show will go up on the feed. You guys take a listen to it. Let me know what you think and uh, give us some feedback uh, next Tuesday when we're live or you can hit us up on Reddit or wherever. Um, but yeah, those are things that we're able to do and um and that'll help you know us get the show out in a timely fashion for those that do listen to the podcast afterwards because you know i struggle to keep that up consistently so uh shout out to him and uh and yeah so salute we'll, we'll you know we'll see see where the young brother go but yeah young energetic brother man so i'm looking forward to to um to his work 
Uh, last thing, and then we'll get ready to get out of here unless you guys wanted to touch on these other ones, but I think we can save some of these. Yeah, we can. Um, Jason Tatum, man. When we left for Tuesday. How many times I got to be right, Ken? <laughs> how, how, hey, I'm talking to y'all over here in the camera, man. How many times I got to be right? He, he, put them, he put them hands on, on Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill. Fitty. Fitty. He held him off by that. That's he won that game. And shout out to Kimba. Kimba had a good game too. But uh, but yeah, I it, so the question Q has, because Q and Q, I, I think I think he probably pulled a Shelton where he looks bad, he didn't want to come on the show because we we don't we don't we know what happened to Charlotte Shelton. We know what happened to Charlotte. So Jason Tatum and we can't find Q now. Uh but he says, is this Jason Tatum making a superstar leap? Who said that? Oh, that's, we, oh, that was that, Q's that's, question. That's the question. Yep. That's the question. And we got a super chat from Tiglo. I forgot that's on the same subject. Tiglo, my bad. I did miss that. Will the Celtics win any game versus the Nets? So we'll get that too. But but go ahead and um. Uh, well, no, no. Let, let, let's get that one because I think that's a quicker question. Okay. Will they win a game against the Nets? Yes, I think it'll be yes. a gentleman. I, I I think Boston can get one. I think, I think so Tatum, the ascending superstar. Mm. Ascending. An ascending superstar, even against a super team, can get 50, 60, and you could win the game like that. You can overwhelm an entire squad. So, yes, I think they could win one game, but that's it. <laughs> I think I think they'll get two. Very but, possible. But, but the way the way Brad Stevens was talking, like he was talking like he's scared. Mm. He was, you know, in that in that post game, in that uh inter, uh um coaching interview session or whatever. He's like, yeah, man, they're a great team. Like he was, he just sounded like he he didn't want no parts in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, uh, but Jason Tatum does, and you know, and I think that um, I I think they they could find a way to get two. I think, but also because of uh Brooklyn's defense, mm-hmm. you know, they may have one or two letdowns. Yeah. What you think, Shelton? I think they'll get one. I think it'll be a gentleman sweep too. I I I I don't, you know. I, I just don't know yet. You know, it was a great game by Tatum, but I wanted to put back-to-back games like that together. Plus, not only Tatum, Tatum could have a great game, but can Kimba do it again? That's really your question. Because mm. without without Kimba, it, yeah. it, I don't care if he scores 60, 70, they ain't going to win the game. So, you know, he's he's going to need some help regardless of the fact. But, you know, to ask him to score 50 points a game is going to be very, very difficult especially in the playoffs. And he ain't going to go against the greatest defense, but he's going to have to play defense. So that's going to make it kind of hard to do um, what he got to do. But, but you know, but, but again, I think this kind of sets the stage for an ascending superstar. Mm-hmm. Your comp, one of your comps is Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. right? Body type play style. That's one of your comparables. So you're going up head to head against them. You know, um, you, 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 you're, you're undermanned, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Shelton, the expectation of at bare minimum, it's like the AI expectation. You don't score 30, we don't even have a shot. So I think great players like that pressure. Superstars rise to the occasion. Young superstars can lose. LeBron lost early, mm-hmm. right? But we all saw, oh shit, you, you just got one other guy. It's a yeah. rap. So again, that's why I'm saying Jason Tatum is an ascending superstar. I've been said it. Superstars get your team to the playoffs and they can mm. win you a game or two. He got his team to the playoffs with a resounding win. 
with an exclamation mark on the entire season saying, hey, I'm here. Now watch what I do. He's already done that. From his rookie year, he's been entrusted into a situation where they've gone deep. So this is not new for him. But I think that the responsibilities that come with establishing yourself in the way that he's doing Mm -hmm. is new. And that's something that I think that going against the Nets is the best test. I think everybody feels that Boston has no shot. But I think that the great ones are so crazy that they know in their bones that they can win. And they, and, and if Jason Tatum is that guy, we're going to see him play that way. We're going to see him play at a level. It's like, oh, well, yeah, damn, they lost by 15, but you saw Jason Tatum. Like Jason Tatum, he blocked two of KD's shots. He stole start, the ball from Kyrie. We start Kyrie. looking at everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. So in my opinion, this is the perfect platform for that to happen because you're talking about the best offensive team in the NBA right now, the favorite to win the championship. And if Jason Tatum can establish his name, he'll become a household name this series. I want to see it. Um, You know, I think he has a superstar gene. We've seen it. We, you know, he dunked on LeBron. You know, uh, he's he got made, moments. Yeah, he got moments. He got moments already. You know, he he's showing up in big games. Uh, one of the things that you know when we when we talked about the Celtics Tuesday, you know, is is this package deal, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So now we get a chance to see what does this team look like when it's just Tatum, and what do you need to build? What do you what pieces do you need to add? to build around Tatum if Tatum is going to be that guy you ship off Jalen Brown. This series allows us to kind of see that in, in context because it's just him. So I, I want to see it. I feel like he has a superstar gene. Um, that big, he showed up in a big game. He got the win. Um, and, and that's what superstars do. Um, repeat it. And let's see what you do, um, you know, moving forward. So it's going to be um, real interesting to to watch this series and really like also Brad Stevens kind of like with his remarks. But um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what JT do. What do you think, Sheldon? That's it for me. Like I said, I, I, I just I just think that for them to have a chance, they're going to need somebody else to step up. And it's, you know, it, it's going to have to be Kimball. Kimball going to have to give you one of them nights for them for them to even get one. And they don't have a third right now. So that's what's gonna hurt them. It just it's just to keep up with that that Brooklyn team offensively. And we know how Kyrie play. So, you know, he he getting them one of them zone. And KD, and KD finishing, it, it's gonna be tough to stop them for for that team. I ain't saying that Brooklyn's gonna win it all. Um, but they shouldn't have any problems in the first round. They they, they should sweep these boys, to be honest. Yeah, yeah they, they they should sweep them. But um, but yeah, man, yeah, it was it was a uh, I I I mean, I wanted to go back and watch that replay and see how see how they went about doing it. But um, but it is official. Uh, Westbrook is in the playoffs. It's officially I counted these playing games as playoffs, um, even though they're not official playoffs. But yeah, it's official. He's he's in the playoffs. Um. And uh, we'll see what Manny has to say 
Now, um, now at the end, uh, let's see. So Westbrook had 15 assists, 18 points, eight rebounds, uh, 25, five, and four for Bill, who played better tonight as well. Looked like it was an early night for them. Yeah, um, Sabonis had a triple double, 19, 10, and 11. Um, yeah, he got off, but I didn't watch the game, so it looked like it was it was ugly early. It was, so, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's I think, and maybe you said this Tuesday, FIFO, when I was thinking about what happened against Boston. Um, Westbrook assist totals tell you how good the game is mm-hmm. or how good everybody played. And when I looked at the box score, I didn't see the game outside of his six of 18 shooting, um, which was, which was bad. And he only had like five assists. So that mean a lot of people were missing tonight. Yeah. A lot of people were making shots and it makes a difference. It makes a big right. difference. And I, I think those five assists were all in the first half too. So wow. it, it, it really, cause I, I was watching his stats. Now he rebounded the ball like crazy, but it's the it's you know like you said when he's getting those assists, that means everybody else is involved in the offense. They moving like they should be. They getting those buckets, which means they're gonna be in the game and play hard on both ends. And they did a, a good right. job of that night. Hachimura played great. They were active. They did everything they were supposed to do to move on. Yeah, and and just like you know, big game on the line, Tatum. He you know they. The superstars, or superstar, there's only one between those two teams, uh, if you ask me. Got them to win, and they're in. And uh, Steph Curry, we'll see if Steph Curry or John Morant, the superstar, carry their team to the playoffs uh, tomorrow. And and that'll be that. But, um, but yeah, but when they're not hitting like that, Westbrook can't shoot six for 18. You know, so who, I'm, where, I was going to ask you, Ken, what do you think they're going to do in this series against Philly? How many, how many games do you think they got against Philly? <laughs> uh, okay, so I think Philly is good for a letdown. Um, not in losing the seat seat series, but definitely they 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 have a tendency to lose a game they shouldn't lose. So Embiid is definitely on watch. So as the number one seed, you should sweep these boys. The Wizards should not win a game. Period. And they're really not even a playoff team, to be honest, right? So, but I think Philly, Philly is going to give away a game and a possible. So I right. think it may be a gentleman's sweep. I got you. I just see it happening. But, but Embiid as the guy, you go out and you be like, all right, let's, let's go ahead and just, mm-hmm. let's take care of this and forward. Send these guys home. Let's rest up and get ready for the next round. Let's show we mean business. Let's not even play around with these guys. They shouldn't even be, you know, like on our level at all. Let's just go out and dominate, send them home packing, and that's it. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Philly's going to sweep them because <sighs> Russ is going to get into some type of shoving match or, 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 or a, a match of egos or wills with Embiid. You know that they've they've had that dynamic before. They've rubbed each other the wrong way. And like I've said, that's the thing I love about Westbrook is also his biggest detriment. Mm -hmm. And I think that that fire that burns inside of him is ultimately going to be the cause of his demise um, in terms of being the number one player on a championship team. So I, I just, I can see 
the calming effect that Doc Rivers has had with that Philadelphia 76ers squad, the way that they execute down the stretch, the belief and the mentality and how they want to, uh, what their identity is. And I just, I don't see Russell Westbrook's greatness overcoming that. Mm. So, so as much as I want to give Russ a game, I've seen it too many times where he just, he plays himself out of it. And I just, I can see that again. Cause you know, look, first of all, Embiid and Simmons are young and they don't necessarily talk a lot of smack like they did in the nineties, but Embiid is not going to back down from a verbal mm-hmm. joust and not even from a, from a, from a physical standpoint, we seen this man push other big centers. Like, Hey bro, I'm the man here. Yeah. You know, and Ben Simmons, you could tell he 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 got a smart mouth. He okay. He, that that light skin motherfucker, that light skin <laughs> brother, he's a little entitled. Yeah. He's he a little entitled. You know what I'm saying? So I can see him getting under Westbrook's skin, getting under the Washington Wizards skin, and but but they just have to be able to execute. So I I feel all that, and I hand it to you, Shelton. But that's why I said it's going to be Philly. <laughs> Philly's going to give him a win. Westbrook is not going to take so. one. See, no, if it happens, it's, it's going to be more of a Philly letdown than a Russ Westbrook just going out here. I, I give you that. Yeah. I agree with that. But that's why I said the calming effect of Doc Rivers. I don't. I don't see Philly imploding the way that they have in the okay. past. All right, we got a couple super chats real quick. One from Kalen McCoy. Uh, Kalen on the same subject. He says as long as Russ get his triple double, he don't care by else. That's not true. Yeah, I don't believe that. And he said that. Plenty of times. It's up to whether you believe him or not. It's on you. But, you know, I just, it's not true. Yeah. He want to win. You play to win the game. Yeah. He didn't get one tonight and he won. I'm sure. Yeah. He's happy. He don't give a damn about that triple double, bro. Right. (laughs) Right. And then the next super chat we had was on a different subject, but Aldrin J came in and said, uh, Aldrin J. Yes, sir. If Steph, is Steph Curry the best player in the world right now? All right, so I watched first tape for the first time in a very long time. It's been about three or four months. And apparently, Stephen A. Smith said that. Of course, you, you get, Stephen A. Smith is real slick with the phrasing of things. So he says Steph was the best player in the world for the last couple of months. So, you know, I guess when he was putting up all those 30, 40-point games, that made him the best player in the world for a stretch. My answer to this question, Aldrin J, is a resounding no. Steph Curry is absolutely great. But, you know, and, and put up 37 against that team, you know, was, was spectacular. But, you know, he's a nuclear option, as FIFO described, which means he can explode on you and just blow up the whole game. And you walk away be like, what, what the fuck just happened? You know, but LeBron James, had 22, he had a triple-double. And, you know, he had more of an impact on the overall game last night than, than, uh, than Steph. And, um, and I think that when you look at LeBron and what he's able to do, you know, he, he, he's still the best player in the world. He's on a decline, but even on a decline, he's still the best player in the world. And I think... Next year, that title is going to be up for, for grabs. And I think behind LeBron is KD. So I think mm-hmm. Steph Curry is a little bit down the totem pole. He's not that far down. Mm-hmm. He's not that far down. I don't know where I put him. Maybe third or fourth, because I might put Harden at third. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Steph at fourth. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my answer. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that sentiment. Uh, definitely LeBron is the best, KD second. And, and this is why I always say that little guys need big guys that can physically impact the game because no little man, I don't care, the, the Russell Westbrook being the most physically dominant point guard to ever play, he still needs a big presence. Bradley mm-hmm. Beal is a nice compliment but until they get a guy that is six nine plus that can go bang with some bigger people and go guard some littler people and then go dominate his one on one matchup, a point guard can never be the best player on the on, in in the planet. You gotta be you, you physically gotta be Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. where I can go play center, I can go guard other point guards, I can I can do everything. But Steph right. can't do that. LeBron can do everything. KD right. can do everything. Giannis can do everything. There's a lot of other people that can do everything. So again, thank you for you know giving me the credit for calling him a nuclear weapon um, in terms of Steph Curry. But that's that's what he's best at. Mm-hmm. If you want to say like best scorer in the NBA, obviously best shooter, best three point shooter, best all, all of that. But if you want to say best scorer, okay, I think he's higher up that list than best overall player. Most dangerous player, one hundred percent. The best, the best encompasses defense, rebounding, blocking, right. augmenting shots, deflecting passes. It it encompasses leadership, and I'm not saying that Steph is devoid of any of these things, but there's other players that do those things better than Steph. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why, in my opinion, he can't be the best player. But and, he's damn and, good, though. and I huh? and I agree. I agree with both of you. You know, LeBron steps on the court with any team and automatically that team is in contention. I don't care what team you put him on. I ain't saying they're going to win it all. You know, some of these teams, of course, but they're going to go to the finals. Yeah. Immediately that team has credibility. Now, you know, he plays better with pieces, but who doesn't, but like I said, even if he didn't have those pieces, that team would be formidable just because he's on it. He's going to make the players around him better. So yeah, it's tough to give that stuff. Like we said, to me, he's the greatest scorer to ever play the game. I just, I just think so. Even though KD is more efficient in what he does, I just think Steph, no matter double, triples, quadruple teaming, he's still going to get his. He's the only player that can do that. So that's why I think he's the greatest scorer. We got one more super chat from Tickle OK. Uh, thank, I, didn't, I don't know if I said thank you or not to, to Aldrin J and to uh, Kayla McCoy, but thank you all again. Thank you again, Tickle o. Uh, coked up. She said, "Russ, the best player today in the NBA." <laughs> huh? He said, <laughs> "Coked up." She. <laughs> I ain't know. I ain't know Russ. She was on coke. <laughs> but he said, "Russ is the best player in the NBA today." No, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, I guess that's. Who, I'm, I'm sure that's what he talked about. That's the only sheet I know. About. That's the only sheet I know too. Uh, nah, man, nah, nah. Russ is uh, is a master at what he does. He's great at it. We'll never see anything like it uh, again. And that's the triple doubles. That's what he's gonna go down for. That's right. it. That's his contribution to the game. He played in the finals, and then when post KD, he was a triple double uh, machine, and he needed to do that to drag teams to the playoffs. That's it. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be anything more than that, but people don't seem to want to accept that. But you know. look, if if Russell Westbrook' career ended tonight, first ballot Hall of Famer, that's it. He should be, but he won't be. 
I you think, don't think so? I think not, but I think the media pundits, I think they will not vote him in because they'll look at like, so like all. I think he'll get the T.O. effect. Nah. Yep. I think maybe second or third. You tripping. I'm telling you, man. This is, first of all, this is not baseball or football. Okay. It's like, like it, it, I feel like the NBA don't really hold grudges like that. I, 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 I don't feel like they hold grudges. And then, obviously, they, they, they induct multiple people. But they're going to look at, like, his, oh, well, what was he without KD, you know? No, no, no. They're going to look at... Five straight seasons, triple double. That's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's, that, that, that's it. Yeah, that's I hope it. so. What else, what else do you need for a Hall of Fame resume? If that can, if that don't get you in, then half of the damn Hall of Famers need to be out. Who does the voting? Is it? Is I'm it, not 100 percent sure. No, is it like the? Is it like football where it's media players or like who? How does it? How does I think it's media. I'm not sure. The players will vote him in because they understand what is. They understand how hard. It is to do what he's doing. Man, he's first ballot, bro. He yeah, should he be. I just he's think the I don't know, man. I think the media is gonna. I think the Colin Cowherd effect is gonna get it. It's brainwashed a lot of people out here, bro. I'm not saying it hasn't, but like, bro, triple double for five. We never thought we'd see it again. The man replicated it four more times. I feel right. And even if you know, it's it's an honors committee that casts the votes. You need favor from. Uh, if a finalist receives votes in favor from at least 18 of the 24 members, they'll become a Hall of Famer. But in my opinion, even if he was doing it just to get stats, that's so difficult to do. It, it's definitely Hall of Fame worthy at this point. You even if you just even if you played the game just to get stats, you, that ain't that ain't something that you could just do. No. Nah. So yeah, he deserves it. See, see, Shelter, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because. The driving force behind a professional athlete, even if it's if it's not chasing, they're never going to achieve it because that reason isn't great enough. That purpose isn't big enough. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how you know Russell Westbrook is legit because that inner demon that he unleashes on that basketball court. That's the reason why he's able to get those triple doubles. It's not because he wants to get a triple double. It's because the ferocity inside of him allows him to. Just come on. If we watch a lot of basketball. How many players you seen play with that energy from tip off to the end of game? I feel you. Like that's what makes him special. That's why he's able to do that. It's that inner burning desire. And part of that, I don't know if y'all know the story. Um, I want to say it was his best friend that got killed. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in high school, this, the reason why he wears number zero, that mm-hmm. was his best friend's number. And that's how he honors him. And after his, his friend died, he just got more quiet and hungrier on the basketball court. That passion, that desire is what allows him to, it's not, it's not, oh, I want to, I want to average a triple double. I want, I want to make the Hall of Fame. Russell Westbrook is, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to rip your heart out and wherever the chips may fall, may they fall. But nah, man, like I, I, I feel like that cheapens the, the, the integrity of Russell Westbrook. Like, nah, man, like, like that dude, he's one of the few NBA players that puts his money where his mouth is in terms of supporting the, nah, nah, man. Okay, it's cool. Deeper. It's this, deeper. this is interesting. So the, the finalist for MVP is out and, um, 
and it's Jokic, Embiid, and Steph. What's interesting is what Quayum, Q, Kayum, Qium, Gilliam, QG, I'm gonna call you, wrote in, in the uh in the chat. And he said, uh, I just saw on Twitter last year, Dane was told he can't be MVP finalist as an eight seed when he averaged 30 points. Mm. And now Steph is a possible eight seed. And is possible not eight seed. And is right. And his finalist for MVP. Is this fair? Nope. Media loves Steph. Yep. And again, the Dane disrespect, man. Yep. So, um, Wow. Uh Q. <laughs> Guess he early <laughs> That's uh that is really interesting. So uh hmm. So yeah, I see there's some fact checking going on. I I I would like to see some answers for that. I don't know who's gonna do the uh, the asking of the question, but some questions need to be asked about how is this possible when you guys told me that. So what I would like to know is who told Dame that? Mm-hmm. And then who made a decision to reverse that after Dane was told that? Now, you know, if it's just people saying that, that's different. But if the MVP finalist people said that to him, we got to talk. Mm-hmm. We got to talk. But but which which one of those three last year would you have taken off the list? Uh, LeBron, Giannis, or Harden for Dane? <laughs> you know how I feel. Oh, what was the question? Which one of those three would you have taken off the list last year for for uh, Dame? For Dame, LeBron, Giannis, or Harden? Which one should Dame have replaced? Oh well, uh, That's what I you know how I feel. I know how you feel, Vico. Giannis, <laughs> Giannis. Yep. I knew, I knew y'all was gonna say that. But we have to understand that this is a regular season award, and in the regular season, Giannis was dominant. Yeah, he was dominant. You, you can't you can't take away his regular season for a regular season award. If which 100%. they should include, they should wait till the end of the playoffs and, and kind of make this decision. In my opinion, because basketball don't start till the postseason for some teams, and he has not proven it in the postseason yet. But during the regular season, he he's a handful. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I can't. I, I can't. I can't take nothing away from him from that, those awards he wins because he deserves them for when he wins. I agree with that, show. We, mm. we got a couple more. Super, we got three more Super Chats, as a matter of fact. All right. We'll, and we'll knock these out. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Out after that. Yep. Tigolo, Tigolo came back again. This one for you, Ken. Where's your MVP, CP3, Ken? We told you he was irrelevant. Hmm. Mm. Look, this is clearly some bullshit. It's clear as fucking day. These motherfuckers put a guy that may not even make the fucking playoffs in the MVP finalist race. You know, now I think he's going to get in. What Steph did was amazing. But CP3, yeah, he's the second seed, but he's been doing it all year long. Steph just turned up, you know, the last couple of weeks to get his guys in. CP did it last year. And he did it last year. Yeah. So this is is media bullshit. This is these motherfuckers 
all of a sudden just falling in like they always love Steph. Yeah, you know, this is this is clear as day a popularity contest. There's no way in hell Steph should be over CP3. So uh, let, let me tell you what I thought. I thought about that. The only reason I disagree with you, Ken, is because one, Steph is the leading scorer in the NBA on a year when, when we see him clearly getting triple team. He's still the leading scorer in the NBA. Also, when you look at those, some of those other players we were naming earlier, including CP3, these guys all are playing with other stars. So you got, you know, on the nights when CP3 don't score with 16 points, you got Booker scoring 30. You see what I'm saying? So he has a, a peer on his own team that's of, of not necessarily equal caliber, but he's still close enough. So when you look at Steph, you know who the head of that snake is, and you know exactly where the ball is going. It's clear cut. He's going to lead him in score, and he, he's going to lead that team. If you take him out, there's no game. And that's why he deserves to be in there over CP3. In my he opinion. does not deserve to be in there over CP3. We wasn't even talking about Steph when we had this conversation about Jokic. Did some, maybe somebody in the chat mentioned him up. I don't think anybody else on this panel did. It's it's you know they just they just licking stuff ass right now. This is all this is. It's some bullshit. And 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 I don't want. I'm not trying to knock what Steph did. You know when we spent the whole show just marveling at his great performance. You know and everything. But over CP3, come on man. Like this this is this is some, I, I agree some trash. Okay, I agree with you. I don't think Steph should be in the finalists. If we were doing top five, yes. Top three, no. Um, and, and, but here's the thing to, to what Shelton was saying in terms of Steph leading the league and scoring, I think he is the oldest player to lead the league yes. uh, in over 20 some plus years. Since Michael. Yeah. So, so, so I get it to a degree, at least over Dame, right? Like this season for Steph versus last season for Dame. Dame didn't do anything that broke any type of records. And that's not taking anything mm-hmm. away because the mother, <laughs> you already yeah. know. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away, but Steph did something that hasn't been done in over two decades. So, so I get it over Dame, but I don't get it over CP. Well, wh- wh- where's Harden? Where's Giannis? Where are other guys that have had better, that, that have had outstanding statistical years with better records? This is the again, but, but, but Giannis had an off season this year compared to his other MVP compared to his MVP still, seasons. Okay, fine, but still better record than than fucking Steph. Okay, but, like normally they look at the records. But, now but, we just toss the records out. Dame just verified it. But how, but how, but how many like headlines? Like what did Giannis do that was really special this year? Giannis was out of the headlines this year. Jokic wasn't. In, I mean, uh, Jokic wasn't really in the headlines this yeah, year. He was not like. Not Ken, like, not like, ta- not the way Steph is always in the headlines. Okay, Embiid wasn't even headlines a lot this year. Yeah, Embiid wasn't. Embiid wasn't. I don't know why he should have been, but Joker was definitely in the headlines. Bro, you talking about the, one of the most unathletic white men ever in the NBA, and this motherfucker damn near averaged thirty points, twelve rebounds, and six assists or eight assists. Eight assists. It's a crazy number for a center. Yeah. People was talking about Joker, dog. Yeah. He, he's especially a when Jamal went down. It's bullshit, and Dane and Ken knows it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, I get it either way. Um, 
I, I just I think that Golden State caught fire at the right time, and he was consistent throughout, other than when he had the injury. But he came back hot at the right time. That's really what it boils down to. Um, the next super chat we got, we got we got a few of them now. I appreciate y'all, Damn. very very much. They came out of nowhere. Caleb McCoy, Russ, the only one you get mad and glad with for going a hundred percent. I agree with you. That Caleb, that is the most <laughs> accurate thing you can say. He go too hard, and he go too hard. It's both. It's <laughs> He does annoy me too, as much as I like watching him play. But yeah, it is frustrating. Yeah, you get both. And we got Aldrin J again as well. Appreciate you too. Just finished my college exams. Uh, congratulations. And I just want to send, dang, my computer died. It died in the middle of that one. So let me go back and well, get. Don't, don't clap yet, FIFO. Uh, Aldrin. That annoy me too, as much as I like you, uh, yeah, frustrating. You get all A's, brother? That's the question. Hey, he got he, he he got a degree. Uh, I got I got Shelton. Uh, Andre uh, just finished my college exam. I just want to send another super chat to thank y'all for getting me through a tough ass semester. Keep it up, y'all. You keep it up, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, you yeah. keep it up, man. You know I I've been through the trenches. I understand. I get it. I didn't have uh, anything like this when I was in college many many years ago. So uh, that that is great. And uh, and I hope you got all A's because don't you know? Yeah, Amen. At, least, Amen. at least A's and B's. He said all A's, all A's. That's, That's my man. Said. That's what's my up. man. My you know what? And and while we on it, shout out to to my son Kendall. Uh, he got all A's and didn't have to take any exams. Uh, you know, uh, this week. So he's been coasting all fucking week long. He just go in. Teachers say, all right, if you exempt, you can leave. And he leave, he'd just be paying, uh, playing his fucking damn gaming laptop. Uh, he was in sixth grade. Six, I think. Six or seven. I think it was seven. I don't know. It's one of those. He 12. But uh, all A's. And I don't play about them grades. I'll be on his ass about that shit. Yeah. So, uh, Not only is uh, Ken a creator of Dead and Hip Hop, he created sons that get all A's. So the black man does a lot. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Salute to you, brother. Salute to you. Also, happy birthday to Modest Media as well. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, bro. Hey, get the rest of those super chats, Ken, because like I said, my my thing went out and I can't see none of the rest of them. Can you see All right. So, yep. So let's see. Uh, All right. So we read Tigolo, Kalen, Aldrin J. So now let me scroll down to Tigolo again. Tigolo, Tigolo. Luca will finish ahead of CP3 in voting. Ken, <laughs> that is a goddamn lie. I, I need to I, see. I, I need to see that. I can see it. I can see it happening. I really can. Yeah, because see and see that's that bullshit. Y'all need to be watching this shit. Two white guys. Two white guys and finalists. <laughs> <in me. laughs> Next year is gonna be Tyler Hero. <laughs> Yo, watch out. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, good thing is both of them, both of them guys can play. So, you know, uh, salute. Anyway, uh, yep, that was it. Um, <clears throat> HLLVN. I'm an engineer at LOL. Most of us happy with the sixty on a test. I feel that, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And Ken, I, I feel you on that. My son is 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 making all A's too, but he on the game all day and on the phone. He's fourteen, so. I don't even see him. He's up there somewhere, and I don't see him come out of the room that much. So I got just this week, or just just in general throughout this. Just in general, so it's 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 very difficult parenting because you ain't got nothing to fuss about. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right? No, I can't. can't, Wow. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm serious. I'd be hoping for a C. I'd be like, give me a C, please, so I can get on you. It's the game. You know, you can't do that. So you, nah, you got to let them do what they do. He is absolutely right. Because we triggered. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. I see him walking through the house, he'd be like, <laughs> hey, aren't you supposed to be in class? It was like, nah, I'm exempt. You know, so, I, you know, so I, you know, like his, his you know, his, his uh, grandfather says, you know, it pays to be a winner, you know, and. And that's the thing I say. I, I, I tell him every day, I'll be like, handle your business. Yeah. Just handle your business. Finish your yeah. stuff, handle your business. But yeah, he'd be in there and he's kind of like me. I was able to do this where I can hear everything going on, but not pay attention, yep. but still retain the information. Yep. He does yep. the same thing. He'll be in class, everything going on. He'd be sitting there watching his, watching his phone. Mm-hmm. Right. We're like, all right, you know, if you can do that, then prove it. And he proves that's it. it. I'm like, that's it. And I, like I said, I, I'm like, I ain't got no, I ain't got the less. I want to teach lessons so bad, but I don't have nothing. To, <laughs> I, I I can't really, you know, and tied like, to nothing. Yeah. That, that game is not good for you all day, son. The phone, being on the phone all day is not good. But what I'm going to say is going to affect your grades. You know, he's in great shape. He's an athlete. <laughs> what, what I'm going to tell him, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got, I can't, I can't say nothing. So, yeah. We got to figure this out, man. We got to we got to find something to get on them about. We got another super <laughs> chat from from Tigolo. This one, the baseball one, Ken. What y'all think about these no hitters in MLB? I think it's a new age of baseball right now where um, pitching is premium, and it's 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 amazing. So I'm I'm actually gonna put this uh, put that question in the chat for Manny. I know he has a a baseball podcast. Um, that that he does. I love. Uh, is it I love baseball? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so check that out for a more in depth answer to your question. But what I will say, uh, my response is these motherfucking niggas can't hit. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know what the hell going on, but a no this many no hitters in a baseball season. Come on, man. That's that's unreal. That that shouldn't be happening. How you guys are missing these many different pitches? It makes absolutely no sense. Maybe it's COVID. Maybe COVID got him messed up because uh, Jason Tatum said that it took him a month to get over that COVID shit before he felt like he was back to himself. Well, he he still says like he doesn't all the way feel right. Like everything isn't necessarily back to one hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, but now nah, y'all y'all hitters need to stop letting these guys embarrass embarrass y'all like that. Cause um yeah, cause not some of these pitchers getting no hitters, man, are not elite pitchers at all. No, so. these are regular names. Yeah, get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> <laughs> but um, John Jenkins shouldn't throw a no hitter. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, man. But um, but anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for us, man. We thank all of you guys for showing up uh to catch us and watch us tonight. Uh, we're gonna definitely be following the the, the playoff playoffs heavy, and uh, be here with all of our hot takes. Um, and um, kind of working on something. I don't know how many of you guys are on Discord like that, but um, but I may have something cooking up for some of you guys. Uh, you know, to kind of sit and hang and watch a game with us. You know, um, so I'm just trying to fill, figure out the tech piece a little bit. I was talking to B earlier about it today. So, uh, so we'll figure that out, and then uh, we can kind of kick it, you know, and just watch the game and just kind of talk about what we see and just kind of hang out. So um, we'll g- keep you guys posted. But one more game left. 
Now we'll see who's officially in the playoffs again to me. The play-ins are the playoffs, but they'll change it because they should have stupid to not have it as part of it. Makes no sense. Um, But yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.